Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I are excited about our show today. The bachelor, Gary Turner, is a 72-year-old widower of six years, and he has two daughters and two granddaughters. Yeah, and today, as well as discussing the show, we're going to be giving you some tips and ideas on how to know when you're ready to date. So the topic of our show today is going to be, when is my turn to date again, and how do I know? You want to introduce your guest, Hyde? I would love to, Mom. So my guests this week and for the next seven weeks are the dating doctors. My mom, Dr. Gloria Horsley, and her fiancé, Dr. Frank Powers. And here Frank is now with my doctor's coach. Oh, Heidi. <laughs> Hello, Frank and Gloria. The dating docs are in the house. What a show tonight. It was absolutely phenomenal. And over 4 million people watched the show. And I'm just wondering, why do you think there is this big interest in senior dating? Wow. Loneliness could be. Well, one of the things that I was really impressed by, over 10 times the subject of having hope came up in the beginning of this particular episode and i think that is a wonderful thing to hear that people are coming together and that they have hope after loss Mm -hmm. absolutely and uh the the loneliness is connected with it and their excitement of being all together is pretty amazing and and today we're going to be talking about how do you know when you're ready yeah because you know how did they know when they were ready and how do you know when you're ready yeah and i think they all of them ellen and nancy and Teresa plus the bachelor really showed the elements that we're going to be talking about of knowing when you're ready because they demonstrated that they're ready and it was really wonderful to see these four people especially who are all widowers who are on the show and are coming back from their widowhood to find hope Yeah, uh, there was one connection in there when Nancy uh, cried in her wedding dress. Emotion is not an indication that you're not ready. It's your resilience, how you react after the emotion, because emotion is going to be there. You know, Nancy did get upset when they were sitting and and talking and he had said to her, uh, Gary said, well, you know, I haven't gotten to know you that well. And she was quiet that day because they were putting on clothes and she put on a wedding dress and it reminded her of that was the happiest day in her life when they got married. Right. And, you know, the thing is, she was emotional about it. But what I want to say to people, if you're feeling like the happiest day of your life was when you got married and you'll never be happy again, and you're crying a lot about it. And what we saw with her and with Gary was how she was able to talk about it and then to then, get support and, and recover. About that she was also ready to get back into the game and date someone and, and look forward to having a relationship. And she could still be emotional, but she was ready. The right. resilience factor 
as you know as a clinician and I know as a clinician, is really one of the big important factors. How resilient are you? And after having the emotion, are you ready to go forward? Yeah. So one of the main things you have to look at for yourself is how do you respond? Are you in a deep pit for days? Well, these people are now moving on to doing, you know, the fun things. So and they, it was wonderful yeah. to watch the resilience on the yeah. part of all of these widows and widowers. Yeah. How does one know? Because you're talking a lot about dating after loss. I want to give this some context. How does one know when they're ready to date after loss? Well, I think that rather than saying, how do I know? It's almost a feeling because there are like four factors. One is do you avoid going to places that you used to go to completely? Is it interrupting your daily life? Are you unable to go to the grocery store because it reminds you of the yeah. food you ate yeah. together? As therapists, we like to call it activities of daily living. Exactly. And another important factor is, can you talk about it? These people on, mm -hmm. on The Bachelor are talking about it. They can exactly. talk about the loss. And they can also go forward. You know, that's one of the real keys is being able mm -hmm. to talk about it, uh, appreciate the love and care and respect you have for the deceased person, but it doesn't stop you from wanting to enjoy life and be in a relationship. Now, that, I love this point. I yeah. love the point where they're able to talk with each other about their losses, but yet still mm -hmm. connect to Gary. Yes. Yeah. That's a sign that you're ready. When you can do that, that's a big. big but test. now let me say that it, it doesn't dominate the conversation. No. no, no. I had a client, she did online dating. She went to play tennis with him. And after they finished the tennis game, she sat down with him to have a drink. And he said uh, that his wife had died by suicide and that he had found her. And, you know, really, if you're at that level where you're stopping a whole relationship, yeah. you really need to get some help and, and talk to some other if people. If you're flooded, it. then you've got to question whether you're really ready or not. Mm -hmm. well, well, what about you, mom? Were you able to talk to Frank when you started dating about dad? Well, Frank's been wonderful about that because okay. he really, it's good to hear. Yes, yeah, he really has been interested in your father and Phil and uh, been intrigued by his history and his life, which uh, has been nice for me. And I feel very, yeah. it's very comfortable for me. Well, it was, it was wonderful to hear about your dad and know what a wonderful guy he was. And that Gloria had gotten to the point where she felt that she was ready to maybe mm -hmm. go on. And Phil actually gave her permission. Your dad gave her permission. I'm kind of wondering with this uh, spouse loss thing, Nancy and Ellen and some of these, uh, he's picking Teresa? those women. <laughs> I, yeah, know. He's, I know. He's picking, he's picking, he's picking widows. The people that he has something in common with. And they're mm -hmm. all, the commonality is that they're all missing their spouse and yeah. that they're ready to go forward. And this is a wonderful thing to see. I think it gives hope and it certainly is the opening to hope. Well, 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 think about it. I loved in the diner with Teresa when they had the, the dinner and all of a sudden there was a flash mob that started singing, don't stop believing. <laughs> I know. It was, was wonderful. Great? It was wonderful. It's phenomenal because they are saying you can believe in love again. You can find love again. These women were saying they didn't think it was possible 
to right. find love again. And even the ones that didn't get roses said, you know what, just being with Gary this short amount of time has opened up our hearts. And now we believe there is someone out there for us, even if it's not Gary, there's somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of the really hopeful things about the program and what it's really demonstrating is that, you know what, once you open your heart to the possibility, there are plenty of people there and it may not be Gary, but there will right. be someone there. Yeah. And right. yeah, for for all those women on the show and for everyone that watches, I, I really think it's it quite an opportunity. Yes, it does give hope. To, to well, you know, you you all, I mean, Frank, you come from a situation of divorce. So that's your that's lost the loss you have. My yeah. mom is, you know, a widow. So you know, do you think that the you know that is possible too? A divorced person and a widowed person to come together. Do you think that the women that are divorced are at a disadvantage in the show? Well, I think they are. I think okay. he's drawn more to the people that have a similar experience to his, and it wasn't mm -hmm. about divorce. And so I do think that commonality thing is an issue that people are going to need to deal with in terms of dating, that you're going to want to find someone who's more similar to you and understands your life experience. And the people, the women on the show who have been widowed do have something in common with him. And you can see that he's drawn to them. Those are the top three candidates that I would see well, that he's interested in. For right now, now, but you know what? There's something really magical about being with someone who's not a widower. <laughs> well, that may happen as, over time. We'll yeah, see. <laughs> as with Frank, he's been divorced and he can be, he doesn't, have to compare his widowhood with mine well this is true he's 100 percent supporting me in in it and you know i want to say for all the divorced people out there i think they get somewhat dished because mm. so much i think you're right <laughs> <laughs> well there's so much there's so much support for widowers yeah because you know we didn't do anything you it might I, be partly your fault and, and you know one of the things that is really different is that your ex-partner is still around oh <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true make a difference <laughs> i want to know for both the dating doctors here were you surprised at the level of connection the women, all the women, and Gary had established so quickly. Uh, you know, I I think that that is a really nice thing to see. And I have mm -hmm. watched The Bachelor, the 30-somethings, and I would say I think there's a real difference. And age and maturity and, uh, and life experience does make a difference. And I think you can see it in the difference between these programs uh, this particular program of the Golden Bastards and the earlier ones where that's 30 somethings, there is a difference and you, you can feel it and see it. Well, and some of them say, you know, we don't have the time that we might have had in our 30s. Yes. So yeah, we, I mean, we want to we want to go faster. You know, you've got to you've got to go for it now and it, do it, it and lots of fun. Yeah. Now, what yeah. about you two? Did you feel a level of connection fairly quickly in your relationship? There was a certain level of urgency to it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was very happy to meet your mom because, it, wow, here's a lady who 
understands my generation, understands my music, understands all the things that I was interested in, and we share it. And and I think that commonality was really reassuring and made me feel like I didn't have to work through all these differences. We were much more alike. We came from the same generation. Well, I know you've both been, you know, engaged for a year, but you connected pretty quickly and fell in love pretty quickly, wouldn't you say? And yes. I think that's, yeah, I think that's what we're seeing with Gary. I mean, he's surprised yeah. at how quickly. Uh, well, look at him and Teresa, you know, how yeah, exactly. close he yeah. goes to her. And I think it's genuine. It seems genuine to me when I see the two of them together. Well, yeah. look, what about Alan? He gave her a framed picture of the two of them. And she I was know, that was so sweet of him. <laughs> I'm really impressed by him. You know, I really am. He's very thoughtful. What I want to say about it is for everybody, you know, just think about dating, you know, because there's fun. Yeah, it and should hope. be fun. And it should be fun. I think that's the other thing that Bachelor is bringing yeah. out is let's have some laughs and fun and, you know. Exactly. And- it and, is and they and they certainly are loneliness yes. antidote to loneliness and well, people are all kind of his peers so yeah. there's a lot of peer support in it too so what are the dating doctors most looking forward to seeing going forward throughout the season I, I, I honestly am going to be really fascinated to see how this widow thing plays out. Uh, yeah, and, I and really when, am. Whether the divorce people become of interest to him too. But right now, right. widows certainly have a head start. <laughs> yes. Will, will, the, will the divorcees get the roses going forward? Well, exactly. we'll see. We'll see. It'll be very interesting. Very interesting. Oh my God. I, I think widowhood is going to win out. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're gonna go for I, I like widows. <laughs> you're gonna go for Ellen already. Well, I don't know. Teresa's look pretty good too. <laughs> Nancy's not bad. <laughs> uh oh, be careful, mom. Frank will be the next bachelor. <laughs> well, this is so much fun, and it's it's so great to see this kind of hope. And uh, I hope everybody. It's inspiration. I hope everybody will tune into the show and tune into our podcast yes. every week. Uh, yes. to comment in about. We're certainly having fun with it. We are. <laughs> Absolutely. So to see more of this, tune into the dating doctors. And thanks everybody for joining us on the show today. And Heidi and I want to remind you and the whole Open to Hope Foundation wants to remind you that if you've lost hope, please join us and lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.